Welcome to We're Not Finished, a podcast presented by the studios of Key West. I'm Gwen Filosa. I'm a reporter at the Miami Herald. The studios is a leading art institution in South Florida. It's located downtown at 533 Eaton Street. For a list of events and more programming like this, go to tskw.org. Christina Kelly, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Gwen. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you coming on. Now, we actually met in Key West. We did. It was a blast. I stopped in for vacation, and uh, my friend's dad actually had scoped out the Key West Comedy Club, and we just stopped in, and they were nice enough to let me do a set on one of your shows. It's great when people visit, and uh, yeah, Comedy Key West is is a great club, and they're good to me (laughs) with stage time. And uh, you're in New York, but you're from Texas, right? Yeah, I'm originally from, uh, I, well, I grew up around Austin, Texas, but I was born in like uh, oil country up in North Texas, but always, it's always a very small town. I went to college at Austin and uh, decided to move to New York City. So it was quite a change, but I have very much enjoyed it. I've been here about 15 years. 15 years. And then did you go, uh, what brought you to New York? Was it, was it a comedy? Was it a, a woman? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I brought a woman with me, uh, yeah. and a pug dog in a U-Haul from Texas as I should have. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, I decided to start teaching. And so I, uh, joined an alternative certification program, meaning like they train you very, very swiftly in the summertime and then you become a teacher in the next uh, fall. Um, there was a shortage of tiny lesbians from Texas in the Bronx at the time because I walked into the classroom and I was met by a tiny gay ginger also from Texas. And uh, that is my exact brand. So. <laughs> they must have put the bat signal up <laughs> was it like teach for america or something or yeah i did teach for america that's i say amazing. alternative certification because that's my current job so i do this similar programs but for the city what was that like i mean that is that is uh some some hard work i'm gonna imagine it doesn't pay great and you're working like what 10 hours a day Yeah, I mean, it was rough in the beginning. Uh, We didn't get paid much at all in the beginning. And it was very rough to move up here because you have to have like a guarantor for your apartment. And I come from a very poor, like trailer park type family. Um, So I called my dad and I said, I need a guarantor. And he was like, well, how many of us can we put on this uh, to make 80 times the rent? So it was a wild experience coming here. I think we started at about 40 grand, but my rent was uh, $17.95 back in 2008. In 2008? For a studio apartment, actually. I thought, wow, because that's, wow, that's QS Studio for 200 <laughs> square feet. That's pretty much, but New York, wow. Um, now, uh, did you live in the Bronx or did you have, did you live? Um, eventually I lived in the Bronx for a small amount of time, but I usually lived in like the East Harlem area, uh, upper Manhattan areas throughout my time here. Yeah. Uptown. I like uptown. Now, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy and what got you into it? 
Yeah, so I taught for about, I guess, 11 years, uh, high school in the South Bronx specifically. And then um, I moved into like a teacher training job. And when I did that, I found a lot of consultants around that were pretty creative and they were doing all, you know, very young people doing all sorts of exciting things that I went on a walk and talk with one of them. They were doing an education fundraiser and they knew I was interested in comedy writing. So they asked if I wanted to do a set. So I did my very first set with no preparation, <laughs> never having been on stage. And I did seven minutes of teacher material um, because Wait. I had entertained children for so yeah, long. Yeah, you've been preparing. I just told teacher stories. <laughs> and, and, and it was, um, yeah, I love that. I love the idea that you're, they, they got it. <laughs> they understood. <laughs> it was very fun. Yeah, I mean, the funniest people you'll ever meet are teenagers in New York City, I think. I would, I would think that that is correct. And did you immediately say, I'm going to go to open mics or what, what happened after that? Well, the next day, uh, the city closed for the pandemic. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I wrote a little bit and, you know, I waited for things to open. I was not a Zoom comedy person. Uh, didn't seem like my skill level was quite to the point where I was confident enough to do jokes where you can't hear any laughter. It wasn't fun, <laughs> but I, I, I soldiered through it. I've recently done them and I'm working on like setting up a Zoom area in the apartment where I can stand with a microphone. I feel like that'll make it a little easier. That's a great but yeah, I didn't do what, what is it two years? I didn't do, like, it, like yeah, in front of curtains, right? We have our blackout curtains. So yeah, I figure I, if I close the curtain, <laughs> it'll look like I'm at a comedy club. <laughs> but it's been two years, Christina, and I, I still don't have anything on my wall behind me. And it's too late, right? I just, no one's gonna, I, I don't have I did make any. these, uh, I moved to the Upper East Side during the pandemic. I moved three times in New York. It was awful. And I finally got to the Upper East Side and I have these beautiful fireplaces. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do my Zoom comedy in front of my fireplace. Let's make some cardboard like handle signs so people know how to like follow me. Oh. So my girlfriend made some like cheerleader-esque cardboard signs and I taped them over my fireplace thinking this is great. Couldn't get them in like the shot of the actual oh. thing. I had stacked up every book I owned. So it looked like a Dr. Seuss tower holding the phone <laughs> up. I love and that. then I took the sign off the fireplace, like above, you know, the wall and it ripped off all the paint. And I had just moved into that apartment. I was like, oh, that's the exactly Zoom comedy. Zoom, um, <laughs> the thing is I did something for a Rotary Club but it's actually fun and they were great. It's a little bit of a delay for the laugh, but at one point, you know how it shuffles around the squares and there yeah. was a group of people on a couch and then it popped up again and the couch was empty. <laughs> I, I just almost started laughing. That was funnier than any of my jokes. It was just like, yeah. I but. got on stage the other day and I had just, I was, I had seen that they had made a Selena show. So I was like showing my girlfriend old Selena music. And I was like, oh, I love Selena. It's JLo's best work. You know, Selena is the greatest Selena forever. And so I got on stage and I was just like, everybody needs to remember Selena, like go listen to Bitty Bitty Bum Bum, you need to do it. And some guy just started cracking up and I was like, oh, thank God. 
you, sir, are going to be a gem. If you thought my non-joke was funny, <laughs> this is going to be great because I have a J-Lo joke that's going to hit you good. Yes. Although Hustlers, <laughs> she should have got the Oscar for Hustlers. I mean, Hustlers is great. Uh, Cardi B is great. Lizzo is great. Hustlers is great. I do have a great Hustlers story. My best friend and I, so we were 34 at the time, I guess, when it came out and um, maybe around there. And we went to see Hustlers at a movie theater in Union Square. So, you know, lots of college kids and whatnot, but you have to be 18 to see a rated R movie, you know, not 21. And we walk up and the woman cards me for the movie. And then my best friend raises her eyebrows. So her wrinkles on her forehead go. And the woman goes, oh, are you her chaperone? Oh, oh my God. We are, we are born exactly one month apart. Oh, my God. I died. And I was like, today is a good day. Let's go see J-Lo also looked 18 years old. Amazing. Now, wait, was the, was the, the, the ticket person, was she older than you or younger? Younger. Okay, because sometimes they can't tell. Oh, that's mm-hmm. oh, I haven't been carded. And you've seen me. I dress like a what, like a seventeen-year-old skater boy, maybe eighteen-year-old. <laughs> but I mean, that is a great story. But I, I don't think I got carded when I was a kid. I well, I'm from no, me neither. Well, good for yeah, them. Impose yeah, <laughs> that movie rating system. Um, but uh, love that movie and. Uh, now, have you seen the Maverick Top Gun movie? It's, it's, everyone's seen it. I have not seen it. I have <laughs> seen the original. And I also have seen a meme that said that, what is the song from Stranger Things that everybody is excited about? Oh, running up that hill, Kate Bush. Yep. So they're like, that's number one and Top Gun is number one. I guess we're giving 1986 a try again. That and I was like, that means this is my year. Because I was born in 1986. Oh. <laughs> Tom Cruise has done it for me. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I, I don't know if I saw the first one. I, my friend what? saw it like 20 times. I was just, uh, I don't know. It kind of passed me or maybe I was blackout drunk. Probably not at that. Okay, you must have been drunk because if <laughs> you were alive in the time. It, if you turned on a television in the 90s, that was the only movie that was on. I was like 14, but later my friends go, I saw it 30 times. And I'm like, okay. And I saw it, I know I saw it on like cable later. I don't remember really liking it. And, uh, but I loved Maverick. It was really well. I wanted to see it because they filmed a lot of it in Jets, Christina. Oh, real well. It's fake. It's a lot of it is, um, it's just not, if you knew me better and you will, it's not my type of jam, you know, I'm like, <laughs> I, I just was like, I usually like, you know, really, uh, I, I go to the movies to be horrified and saddened. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't go for uplifting, um, but, uh, <laughs> I just really, it was a fun time. None of it was boring and, um, I don't know. I hear everybody loves it. I grew up on an Air Force base at one point in my life. So I guess grew up is is too loose. But I lived on an Air Force base for about a year. And let me tell you, being in kindergarten, when your parents don't pick you up at school and all the crossing guards have guns is very discombobulating. Whoa. (laughs) Whoa. I remember running through like, and all the houses look the same because it's a base. Mm -hmm. So like how... 
how do you find your home? It was a very, it was a very interesting experience, but I did not see Tom Cruise playing volleyball there. Probably not. They play football at the beach in this one. No one has chest hair. It's very strange. Don't they wear jeans too, though? The Jennifer Conley wears these horrible jeans that are too high and she's a beauty. And my friend was like, is this an ad for Levi Strauss? I'm like, and they don't have like sex. You just see them looking into each other's eyes. And I was like, what are they Amish? Like, no, that's like the, that's like the 80s style right there. Oh, it like, is I'm very just going to look at you and then it cuts away. They don't even look like they had, they, I don't know. I just, I kind of was like, okay, at least I'll see something, you know, passionate. No. I'm trying to think of like a there was an HBO show that was really good I don't remember what it was called but we were all very into it and one of my coworkers was like is it is anybody else bothered that nobody ever orgasms during these sex scenes (laughs) and I was like I guess I never thought that like I that I needed that you know I didn't know I I needed that I guess I think she's right and I wonder I don't know I wonder why I don't know. Well, men, I, I don't know. I'll just not go. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I let's not go to the O face jokes that <laughs> it was just a little like they just didn't seem like they were into it. So I don't know. Uh, now everyone can can catch you on Instagram. Are you also on TikTok? Yes, same handle. KKN V City. <laughs> oh kk in the city i love it i love it christina kelly look that up oh, i see it now it's also your zoom boom 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 i'm trying to you know streamline make this easy for people i like it because you're great on social and not everyone is but you're you're um are those photos are is every friend of yours a, photo- a professional photographer they're great pictures well, my girlfriend takes most of them, to be honest, and I have been lucky enough to be on some shows in the last few months where they have paid a photographer to join us. Oh, we need so, to have any good. Yeah, absolutely. I have a host, actually. I do uh, shows at Broadway Comedy Club at least twice a month um, with like the Julius Carr drive-by show, but our host also does uh, photography, like she's getting into it. So as she's taking pictures, uh, and you can see all of the photographers' handles, of course, on all of my Instagram That's posts. But she's getting into it too, so I get tons of them from her. I wish I had some better. Mine are a little fuzzy, or I'm making a face. It's hard to take pictures of people when they're talking because they can look like demons. Because they move too, and that yeah, you look wild. And the, the Key West Comedy Club, you have to be in the right place because like I don't have any pictures of myself on stage there because we were in the back. And it's like, you know, there's like pillars in some places. You got to make sure you plant somebody in the front for there's you. some obstacles. There's some um, obstacles. In the, in it was the, a great room, though. That was an awesome, awesome place. They've done a great job there. Now, in New York, uh, everyone tells me like, that's where you go to do stand-up, that you can do four or five shows a night if you want. Is, is, it oh, like yeah. that? is there just plenty of stage time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I had to stop taking any time that was offered, like for my physical health. Because, you know, in the beginning, you take time because you think you'll never get more time. And if you say no, that no one will ever ask you I again. Feel like so I, you just, yes, I feel like I'll be <laughs> six. Yeah, you just take it, you take it, you take it as much as you can. But, you know, this is hundreds of hours of writing and like forming and open mics and different things like that. So, when I'm really busy, I would hit an open mic and then uh, one to three shows. If I can pull that off, if they're all, you know, within 
a certain distance, it's pretty easy because we have such great transportation. But I have a couple of two shows a night coming up and, you know, that's more fun, I think, because you're always moving. You get to meet so many different people and just the experience of walking in and out of basements and back into the sun and back into the train and then like coming out and it's like you were in the movies, you know, and your eyes need to adjust. I love it's that. A, I love that. It's an experience. But now I try to limit myself to uh, about seven to 15 shows a month. Okay. That makes, um, that makes, it does. Take yeah. Cause I, you know, getting, there. I have a full-time job as well. So it's, oh, it's, that, uh, wait, what do you, what do you do? I uh, train new teachers for the city essentially. So any, any teachers who are coming through uh, traditional student teaching and need their student teaching time or are being alternatively certified. Those are mostly the ones I work with who go through a more fast track program, um, go through our program. So it's not just me, we're a big team, but um, yeah, I very much enjoy it. Teaching kids was much more fun. Kids are great. Uh, adults are a lot more challenging, but uh, the work is has such a, a wide reaching impact. It feels um, good to do up. it. What a public service. Christina Kelly, let's see, KKN, the letter N, the city, KKN oh. city, y'all for Instagram, TikTok, and, and Zoom. Uh, thank you for, for taking the time. I'm so glad we met. And uh, yeah, anytime you're down here, just um, give me a call. We could be best friends. We could be best friends. I think maybe the invitation should be next time you're here. Yeah, maybe I'll go because to New York. Because you should where come there, here. Because then we could put you on some shows, show you the good mics. I, I would love that. I And I have to brag on myself. I actually did do a set a few years ago in Greenwich Village. It's called the Greenwich Village Comedy Club. Dustin. That's where I did my very first set. I love no that way. place. I love that place, yeah. but I was walking up and I was like, what a huge crowd, but it was for the comedy cellar next door. Oh, <laughs> no, they still and, do great. Yeah, that, and, and I had two, is the way friends. It is. two friends happen to be in town and they came to see me and they're like, yeah, you did really good. And they would have told me because they're those kind of friends. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have said, oh, you suck. No, I have always great. had a great time at Greenwich Village Comedy. So I love that We place. did the semifinals for the uh new york city queer festival in 2021 there and it was packed it was so much fun so i i that's like my home uh stage i feel very safe there excited so i did that once and i did once in miami so that's why i'm like i've performed in oh nice i'm just gonna keep yeah well i mean it's true though (laughs) it is true and i just felt so good is there any better feeling than when you rock a room when you connect with an audience oh absolutely not i just recently had a show that felt great the whole time through and then i looked and it had been 13 minutes and i was like oh this is starting to click and feel great and just be fun every time uh and so that you know that's a good shift (laughs) it's just happy and to make people happy is great christina thank you for taking this time and i will uh, let you go continued success Kristen LaMoya, thanks for joining me. 
thank you for having me. This, this is, is awesome. so great. You are a an artist in Key West and your work has been shown at a fusion gallery at the studios of Key West. Uh, you really made, um, you made, a, you do a lot. <laughs> I try. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I feel like I've ended up doing a lot. Yeah. Because you do have a day job. Tell us about what you do for a living and how, how that came about. Yeah, so I do graphic design with Wonder Dog Studios. Um, awesome job to have. It's an awesome day job. I feel like for some people it's their, it's their you know, side job or what they want to be doing. And it's really nice to be able to uh, make cool art for local businesses and um, do it from home sometimes. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And you're from Florida, correct? But how did you get down here? Tell us all about you. Yeah, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, um, born and raised in the suburbs. And uh, yeah, I ended up, I was between jobs in, what was it, 2016? And um, I just, I, I had been to Key West a couple times uh, for family vacations or whatever. Um, and I was like, you know what, let me just Google design jobs in Key West and see what pops up. And, uh, you know, Wonder Dog Studios popped up, I emailed them and he was like, actually, yeah, we do need some help right now. Why don't I send you a couple jobs and we'll see how it goes. And so I worked remotely for a year. And then after a year, I was like, wait, the whole reason I even reached out to people down there is because I like Key West, I should go down there. And uh, yeah, that was May of 2017. And I've kind of basically been here ever since then. That's great. I love, I love hearing people's stories because um, I too had a job to, to get here. Yeah. Uh, that, was, uh, that was a good way to enter the island. What's, 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 it been like, what's it like to be an artist in Key West? How does the island inspire you or what, what, what do you get out of it? I think it's super inspiring to be in a in a small town basically that is also so tourist heavy because it's like you have you're all, almost on the stage where you're going to be seen by a lot of people but it's also very cozy and supportive and it, it's a really great like artist community um yeah, and just like in general, being able to like dabble in whatever you want, like acting or modeling or, you know, like doing little projects for your friends and helping out, like those are just experiences I could never have, um, you know, in a big city, I don't think. And um, I, I relate because you are a very social person, but you've done, you know, photo shoots as a model, uh, we're in a music video. You, you're, you're out and about a lot. You're very busy, but you are young. So that's your job. But um. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you need me to, you know, dress as a clown and dance around or, you know, like whatever. It's like, yeah, yes, let's do it. What's the worst that could happen? Like, I don't know. It's just like a fun, it's always fun to have those opportunities to like jump in and, and do something for somebody else. Well, I just love that I live in a town because I lived in New Orleans for a long time too. And this Key West is very much like it, a very tiny, very safer way. But I love that I live in a town where someone wearing a costume or a tutu or anything running around, it's, you, you see it, but you're also like, 
yeah, you know, so. You're so used to it. Like, like uh, you know, you see Spider-Man on his stand-up scooter and everyone knows who you're talking about. And Right, uh, it's like, it's just like, you, you see it, you make a note of it, but then you're like, okay, anyways. Yeah, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't stand out that much. And what is it like for you? Were you always a costumer? Were you always into costumes or, cause you know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, you, did. you had, what did you make beads? boots out of beads or something one year yeah okay last year yeah that was many hours of like huffing uh uh hot glue <laughs> slicking <laughs> over uh yeah that whole outfit um yeah it's just kind of like trial and error but um I don't it's think amazing thank you yeah before Key West I mean I always loved Halloween like that was my one chance to like dress up and do something crazy without you know, being called crazy. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, yeah, Key West is definitely, it's presented the opportunity, like, hey, you could dress up in a costume, like, way more than you used to. Are you down? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's, uh, it's, I love, I have, I love the people that during Fantasy Fest, it, I don't know if it's stressful. They have a lot to do every day to wear a different costume. I love that. It is. It's stressful. Like if you if you want to do something different every day, it is like a full month of leading. Mm -hmm. I mean, to order your supplies, to actually make the thing, to you know, and it's always trial and error. There's problems. It's like oh my god, but it's so worth it when you know. It's the most fun place ever, and 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 also just a feeling free to express myself in any way is sort of. We don't really there isn't, it's not like other cities where you, or everywhere else in the world where you have to dress, you know, for work, to dress right. up. Right. It's almost like we don't have that sort of formal. We don't have to really ever be formal. Yeah. So it's like, this is almost like our version of getting dressed up formally. It's like, it is. Oh, wow, beautiful costume. I love the the sequins and the it's like our version of I love it I love it now your your work um how long have you been doing the work I, I want to call them drawings but they're not they're paintings right or well I do yeah it's uh I guess kind of all mediums I my favorite is colored pencil um yeah I've been doing that for pretty much forever since I was little but professionally um 2020 that's when I end of 2020 my first show in November um la in 2020 in uh Effusion Gallery that was uh, your first show here yeah that was my first show wow that was the first time I ever sold art professionally I was there way. and I I I remember you had like I mean they're they're really ethereal type of images it's probably it's really hard to talk about art on yeah, I agree. but I, I do it. I do it anyway. But I, there was one of a skull and it just was so beautiful. And even though it was like, it's a skull, so it's cool. It's tough, but it was yeah. so beautiful and, and sensitive. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, it's fun to to kind of blend those two like concepts of being something either gross or morbid into something really like, yeah, ethereal and light and pretty. And I, when I think of your work, I think of a lot of pink and blue yeah. in, a good way, in a good way. That's kind of become a theme. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, lots of light colors and uh, shading. I'm obsessed. I, that's why I love colored pencils because you can blend 
and just like layer and shade for hours if you want to. And it's just like, I, I love the color pencils as a, I, I mean, you do it very well. I've never, you know, I always buy them and think I'm going to do stuff. I never do, Kristen. I never do. I just, but they're yeah. so, they just look like a really nice medium to, uh, to work with. Um, how uh, are you on Instagram? What's your, uh, how can people get to know you online? Yeah, um, I have an Instagram. It's just my uh, first and last name. It's all art. It's some, a little bit of my life in there, but it's mostly just art. Um, and it's just Kristen Lamoya. Um, yeah. L-A-M-O-I-A, everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, it's, it's a, and like, do you see, um, do you see yourself just staying here? You're so young, aren't you? Like 28 or something? I'm going to turn 30 this year. Oh, well, it's all over then. Yeah, it's all downhill after No, I mean, you're just so young. And I always ask people, sometimes they don't want to answer, but I mean, do you see yourself in New York or traveling or do you, or for right now, is it like, hey, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here, you know? Yeah, well, I, I definitely feel like the pandemic kind of got me stir crazy and it's kind of, I, I, I do kind of feel like it's time to break away, but I don't know where, and I don't want to fully let go of Key West. So it's okay. almost like if I could set up like a snowbird situation and go to New York where there's like a different kind of creativity, a different scale of like just things happening, that would be really awesome if I could pull that off. You're Florida. You've always lived in Florida, right? Yeah. So you, um, and did, did you, uh, did you go to school for art? I, I never, I never asked you before, or did you study with somebody or how did it, how did it happen? I actually, I just got my degree in graphic design, um, uh, a two-year degree, um, in Florida community college, like nothing crazy, but, um, had really awesome professors that, you know, used to teach at the art Institute and, you know, they, so in a way they were really inspiring um, to me because it's like, well, you don't have to go to some big art school. You can go to these, a community college and still get basically the same exact lesson plan as you would at a big art school. Um, but yeah, that, that was mostly for graphic design and that um, it would be cool to get some more formal training in fine art. Yeah, and and um, I, again, I mean, do, I I don't know how to describe art with words in when I'm talking, but uh, <laughs> how would you? I mean, do you, there's images, there's different images that you use, and they're all pretty. Um, I, I kind of use the word magical or fantasy. Yeah, yeah, kind of surreal, weird. Yeah, yeah. I it would be nice. I have a lot of. Um, I take most of my inspiration from things that aren't real that don't exist in the real world um or I take things and I kind of twist them into what I'm imagining them to be but I feel like it would be really really helpful to get some more formal training on you know how to do things properly <laughs> like mm -hmm. as I see them so that I can you know implement it and then you know twist it into what I want it to be um if that makes if that makes sense <laughs> it does it does and and you know it's no small thing to to have your first show be at a fusion gallery and and have people um you know say and your work has been at i've seen it all over too right I mean, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it started out of fusion with like huge shout out to Brandy, who is the gallery, who's the the gallerist there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean that was like awesome to have my first show there. Um, and then yeah, the studios of Key West, I had a show that was so cool because they're just such like a, you know, that's all they do is just promote artists and it's cool to be in that community setting um and then I had like a mini show at Ocean Blues Gallery which is like a small gallery in um uh that mall you know the mall next to Custom House yes I can't think of the name it used to be but it's it's fabulous it's right there yeah they have it's gonna call it the wrong name I know, like, I don't know the name of that building, but they have a lot of new emerging artists and things happening there. So that was really cool to be part of that. And do you work every day? What's your art schedule? I mean, art-wise, art do you, do you, are you a, one of those people that has to do it every day at 8 a.m. or do you wait? Or I mean, because you already have a body of work. I mean, you can it's, rest. No, I cannot. I can't. So don't rest. No, I have to make new pieces. Yes, you do. So I'm like, I I work basically nine to five-ish, uh, more like 10 to six-ish these mm-hmm. days um, with, for, you know, on graphic design stuff. And then I eat dinner, go for a walk for my mental health, <laughs> and then get back into my room and work on art for a couple hours every day. Um, right it's a lot <laughs> that is great yeah no I know uh it, but you're right it, when our when our day jobs or side hustles are um I have a lot of jobs but they're all things I really enjoy doing so that's uh that's yeah, different. You work with, with animals so that's fun oh I know I'm a dog sitter everybody um but uh Kristen Lamoya thank you for taking some time and continued success and uh I'll just I'll see you around town at Publix or something yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll see you at two too. Thank you so much for like having me on. I appreciate that. That was great. All right, take care. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to We're Not Finished podcast presented by the Studios of Key West. The Studios is a leading art institution in South Florida. It's located downtown at 533 Eaton Street. For a list of events and more programming like this, go to tskw.org.